The Ambitious Mum, the podcast about ambition, motherhood and everything in between. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Ambitious Mum podcast. So this is the last episode of this series and I'm going to be doing something a bit different where I obviously normally have a a guest. This episode is going to be a solo episode. I've not done one for quite a long time actually since probably well until we we were in the depths of uh, lockdown um, back in the winter and I just kind of felt it was quite therapeutic to to talk on my own but uh, this is kind of a bit by default because I had a wonderful guest and sadly the recording didn't make it just didn't make the quality cut um, so our conversation was amazing but the quality just wasn't good enough so hopefully I will have her on another time and we'll have that conversation again so but I just thought I can't not um speak and you know say goodbye for the summer and kind of maybe summarize what maybe what I have learned from this series but also just the takeaways and all the different things that have come to me I think over the past year and I'm not the only one that has probably had a few epiphanies and just kind of been a bit more philosophical from over the year of just being able to, I guess, just have a bit more of a, of a higher perspective, you know, that kind of um, helicopter view of life that COVID has, has given us. I've really been so grateful for the guests that I've had on this series because it's been so many uplifting and enlightening conversations with, with the different guests who have enabled me to have conversations I probably wouldn't have been able to have had otherwise. We've delved into lots of different subjects and I feel that I mentioned in the last episode that there's sometimes a bit of repetitive content, um, but I hope not too repetitive. But I just think a lot of the subjects kind of flow and mesh into each other. And I'm so grateful for that because it really does kind of um, solidify what the podcast is all about, I would say. And that this podcast has definitely evolved from the beginning of it being more of a career minded exploration maybe from you know being a mum and having ambition to definitely being able to feel more empowered emotionally and um, spiritually and mentally and being able to kind of feel more confident in our choices and our beliefs and our thoughts and that's definitely where it's led to and just from speaking during all my my different sessions I feel that I've got a greater understanding that my thoughts are most definitely not me uh, I can have several types of thoughts throughout the day and have a real roller coaster of confidence from my beliefs and thoughts that don't portray the real inner me and that's taken me you know I'm 41 years old that's taken me until now to recognize that if I think something negative if I have a reoccurring negative thought about myself or a belief or this voice that doesn't have to be me for the rest of my life and we are able to all change our thoughts and we are able to reframe them and we are able to change our beliefs and these beliefs that have been ingrained in us since you know childhood that people have told us communities families work colleagues however it looks to you that it's okay to change that we, we don't have to listen to that eight-year-old version of ourselves. we don't listen to the mother that you know told us the things that we did when we were a teenager and the first boss that told us that we weren't good enough all these things that if we're not aware we carry with us throughout our lives 
But when we have that awareness and we bring it forward every day and we utilize this self-awareness, then all of a sudden we are almost taking a step away. We're taking a step back and kind of reflecting, recognizing the situation. We are acknowledging where this voice has come from. We are noticing, you know, how long we've carried it for. We're recognizing who the voice is, maybe. And I do this a lot in my coaching work through the, the EFT, 100% when we, we get to a point where we've noticed what a block is and we notice where we keep, you know, self-sabotaging, where we keep kind of going around in circles. Once we've recognized where this block is, we work out where it's come from. Where's the voice come from? What's the memory? And we go about um, removing that and lessening the intensity so we can replace it with something um, more productive, more positive, something that's going to help us. So, for example, we could have something that we are never going to be able to earn X amount of money. I'm never going to be able to write a book. I'm never going to be able to launch my own business. And we have told ourselves this over and over again. We just think it's us. We think it's our beliefs. It's our thoughts. That's that's who we are. We're not that type of person that does that. I'm not the type of person that hires someone. I'm not the type of person that goes traveling without my family. Whatever, however you want to look at, look at it. And actually, when we stop and we just take that breath and we go, well, actually, is that true? Where's the truth in that? Where's the evidence? Let's pull this apart a little bit. And um, that is where coaching 100% comes in. That's where this um, this writing, journaling, meditating, just sitting with ourselves, just having this time to actually take that step back, to hover over our, our lives and really kind of pull it apart a little bit. And definitely one of the best ways of doing that if it's hard for us to sort of psychologically go there is to recognize how it feels in our body and it again you know it's taking me a long time to to know this because it it comes back to that self-awareness of if we're making decisions and the self-doubt is always there and we just can't trust our choices how does it feel in our body and this was like a game changer for me because it gave me this knowledge, this inner wisdom. It was almost like this inner guidance system that just kind of triggered on when I recognized that if I was making choices out of fear or was making choices out of indecisiveness or worry or the shoulds and the musts or because that's the way it's meant to be done, but I could feel this kind of restrictive, constricting feeling in my body. But I ignored that. I chose to ignore that feeling and kind of bypass it and go with what I should be doing, what others are doing. It never, it's never ended well, you know, whether it's a workshop that people haven't bought tickets for, whether it's, um, you know, a program or, or whatever it is that I've launched. But when I've gone with that gut, when that feeling of expansiveness, when other people probably haven't done it and it's not really the done thing but actually it feels good to me that's when I know I'm on to a winner and I'm still honing this skill it's a skill that um it definitely needs it's like a muscle that needs you know flexing but the more we go inwards and we just take a bit of time to sit and something that I've been doing recently 
to kind of go there is I close my eyes, put my hand on my heart, I take some nice deep breaths, I just do a nice little bit of breathing and I ask that question, do I want to do this? Do I want to um, go here? Do I want to launch this? Do I want to have a conversation with that? Do I want to make a plan? Anything, it doesn't have to be work, it could be social life, it could be to do with your children, whatever it is that you are not feeling that inner tug to, just sit with it notice is it making your shoulders crunch up is it making your stomach churn is your chest pounding and these are the the amazing ways that our body can tell us whether we want to do something if our mind or brain is trying to override the the inner wisdom the more we do it the more we um we we learn actually okay my body's feeling really restrictive it's not feeling expansive it's not feeling fun it's not feeling light it's not feeling like it's in flow. These are all kind of positive, expansive words. And then when we are feeling that like tightness, like, oh, I'm doing something that's not kind of, you know, me, it's not reflecting my inner self, however you want to look at it, my authenticity, my truth, it will come out. And it can come out in pain, it can come out in stress, sleeplessness, um, anger, resentment, having an argument, um, lethargy, um, not wanting to, um, to do anything, just feeling really kind of blah about it. So it's all about just checking in. It's just checking in and trusting ourselves, trusting that we do know best. And it might not feel good to make that scary decision. But once we've made that scary decision and we've made that choice to actually go inwards and to trust ourselves, then I can guarantee you, you'll be spot on. It's going to be really rare that you, if you really make that time to learn about your choices and what works well for you and what's going to work well for your family and it might not work well for other people, then you're going to be start trusting and having faith more. And these are all really big words, you know, it's really like you hear them being sort of thrown about a lot, you know, trust, faith, authenticity, truth. But there is an element of this that has to be every single day. We have to kind of go back to them. And then you'll start noticing that life just gets a little bit more simple. It just feels a bit easier. Things just seem to slot into place. You know, the right people, the right opportunities start coming in and you become this person that you didn't think you were able to become. You start hiring the people that you want to hire. You start doing things that you thought you'd be way too scared to do. And it takes time. I'm not going to lie to you. It's taken me a lot of time and I'm still there. I'm still learning. And it's taken me bravery and courage to step in and lean into that to that fear. There's a lot of books out there like Gabby Bernstein, Brene Brown, Oprah Winfrey, Michael Singer. I'm just thinking about lots of different authors that I've read over the past year or so that have helped me recognize that this inner voice is not just, you know, our brains telling us that, you know, we should be doing that, this and that, and we must be doing this and not to behave like that. And who are you to do this? Yes, we have that ego voice and it is there for a reason. It's there to keep us um, safe. But that safety keeps can keep us small and it can keep us very quiet and it can keep us from fulfilling who we are meant to be here to do. And very often we have had lots of conditioning through our upbringing and our society and who we choose to be friends with and the families that we've, we've grown up with. And, you know, these people may love us and we may love them, but we are not them and they are not us. 
and it's making that choice that we are um, able to step out of that place. We're able to step out of those confinements and the paradigms that we have become accustomed to and we are able to um, step out and be brave and be and choose to be someone that um, maybe you don't know yet. Maybe you don't know anyone that's doing what you're doing. I know I didn't. When I started doing my coaching, I had to find my tribe. I had to find people who were um, like me, who wanted to, you know, do the same things. And, and the more I did that, the more spiritual and enlightened I became. The more I recognised that there were other people out there, loads of other people. And I wasn't the anomaly. And I, it wasn't weird. And it was just maybe in my circle in my group of friends it just wasn't happening yet and what's happened actually is that I've put this podcast out and I've put the podcast out and I've had friends that have come to me and said oh I listened to your podcast and it's really resonated and I kind of was like oh wow okay because we wouldn't have had those conversations beforehand so you you know maybe you're you're worrying about putting yourself out there and the judgment and what people might think but actually people might be waiting for you to to make that brave step maybe you're going to lead the way for them maybe you're maybe you're going to be sprinkling those breadcrumbs so they can follow so yes it can be scary to be that person that steps out of the box that steps out of the conditioning but my goodness, what could happen if you do and the people that might follow suit and who you could inspire and who you can encourage and who you can connect with as well. It's really amazing. And just going back to that feeling in our bodies, and I know this is quite a crude way of descri- describing it, but my daughter my, you know, is watching Love Island. It's a program in England. I don't know if you know where, if you're in another country, you might not have it, but it's a group of people that go there looking for love and they're partnered with different people and they are having to make things work, relationships work. And um, yes, on paper, this is what they say a lot, that this should work. You know, they, they look like the people they would normally be attracted to. They're the type of people they would, you know, go out with at home they'd you know be attracted to in a nightclub but the more time they spend with them the more they're feeling it in their body that they're either meant to be with someone else there's someone else that they just they've you know they've caught their eye or they're really not feeling it at all and we know those feelings so well when we're attracted to someone the butterflies the heart palpitations the sweating the blushing you know it comes out in such a a bodily way you know physically we feel an attraction towards someone but when we're trying to make a choice that isn't deemed as correct in our careers or maybe we're making choices about our families or the way we want to balance our careers and we want to strive for something different it's about you know like a lot of the conversations I have about is career change and a lot of women start off in one avenue and one career and have trained and spent a lot of years and dedication and actually after they have children they just don't want to do that anymore but they feel that they have to they've committed they've invested but their body is telling them and very often it comes out in sickness and in stress depression anxiety and it's our body's way of telling us that we're not aligned with what we're doing it's not working for us anymore and so I would definitely say a massive takeaway from this series for me has been recognizing when we're out of alignment and how it's showing up in our body and um, you know a great example was a few months ago I really hurt my back like no other time before and it was no coincidence that there was a lot of stress going on and I was um, 
really pushing and striving in my business and I was launching something and I was really stressed about it and I wasn't resting and I wasn't taking time out. I wasn't following any of my own advice and I hurt my back on a monumental level where I had to just just shut, shut the office for a couple of weeks. I just couldn't do anything. And I remember, you know, recording one of the podcasts and sitting there and literally having to hold my breath because I couldn't grimace down the microphone. And that was a hard time. You know, I was there like gritting my teeth. And eventually I just kind of just shut my computer down and thought, right, I'm not doing anything until I sort my back out. And I went into, you know, did lots of therapy and, um, you know, physical therapy and breath work and swimming and lots of things I really took care of myself and I came out of there with that space that I needed and that rest that was so desperately needed especially after this year I think I was just on overdrive I was building my coaching practice as Covid set off you know literally it was like just as things were taking off at work Covid kicked in and I just kind of homeschooled and rallied through but it just got to a point where I needed a break I needed to have a rest I was managing the family and being ambitious you know that's this is what started the podcast is like being driven by by my ambition by my new career but actually I was like self-sabotaging at the same time because it was me trying to prove that things you know were going well and, and I was able and I was succeeding but um, I was probably on the brink of some form of you know massive anxiety attack um, so I'm grateful for that back injury and I'm thank God I feel fine now and I, I've recognised that this power of rest and making space and having time to be still was invaluable for me and it's been invaluable for work now because it's given me some time out to, to think about how I want to take things um, you know after the summer and I'm going to be taking some time out over the summer so and that's why I'm here doing this podcast right now because I wanted to do a closer and I just wanted to also have a bit of time just to be grateful and appreciate that everything that I've built up and um, just be grateful for the fact that we have come out of this year and we're, we're intact as a family and um, yeah I'm still you know battling lots of different things um your different children and you know family members and all of that but the gratitude and the appreciation for the smaller things now is much bigger um and acknowledging this every single day has really really helped me so i've been doing a lot more writing and a lot more gratitude writing things down acknowledging these tiny little things that have actually built up that have definitely helped me in my mental health that have reduced my anxiety that have helped me recognize how lucky I am in so many ways and just being outside and having some time out in the sunshine or just being able to um, sit and have a coffee and just have a break away from the computer these little tiny things have become big things in my life and um, and for that I'm really really grateful and um, yeah and so this is this is kind of what I wanted to say um the time out I had when my back was bad, it was almost like an opportunity for me to declutter a little bit. And I actually decluttered the house. Um, when my back started feeling better, I went into this kind of um, this kind of energetic place where I needed my space, the house to be in order. I needed that for my mind, for my 
sanity for my work. I needed it to to have this kind of calm equilibrium. So I cleaned out my office. I've cleaned out my wardrobes. I've cleaned out so much stuff. We've done loads of charity drop-offs. And I have to tell you the power of decluttering, but also decluttering things that I didn't want anymore in my business, things that I was pushing for and striving for and thinking that I should be doing. I've just removed and it's this space that I now know that I'm going to be able to welcome new things in, new people, opportunities, exciting things that I'm doing now that I I really hope to be able to talk about in the future. And so if we don't make space in our lives, we don't declutter, then we're not able to welcome new, positive, exciting, expansive opportunities um, into the future. And so I wanted to leave that with you. Um, and, and I hope that um, that this has been a helpful episode. I know I've rabbited it on. It's 20 minutes. And the last thing I want to say is I know this is coming out on Friday, but on Tuesday, the 20th of July, I've got my anxiety workshop, my um, helping parents manage our children's anxiety workshop. And I'm just putting the finishing touches to this. And I think it's going to be really, really helpful. And that's what it's there for. I've noticed a huge rise in parents coming to me saying they need help and well-being, holistic lifestyle um, tools to help their children who are feeling more and more anxious and worrying more. There's a lot of isolating right now. There's lots of teenagers who are having to self-isolate. COVID is on the rise, even though we're being vaccinated. It seems to be that the teenagers are, are it's spreading like wildfire and to have to be at home isolating in the summer holidays is not fun for anyone. So I'm going to be doing this workshop. It will be recorded and it's £28.50. And if you are interested, it is on the show notes. It's the link in my biog and it's on my website, which is coachingbykate.me.uk. I'm hoping it's going to be jam-packed full of really practical um, tools and advice that you're able to take home, that you're able to implement straight away, that you can do, but you can also empower your children with this information. And a massive part of it is um, for us as as carers for our children, whether you're a parent or a, cha- a caregiver, a, pe- a grandparent, we need to be calm and relaxed and grounded so we can invite that those feelings into our house that energy into our house so our children can almost absorb it as well so everything I'm going to be teaching is for us to take home as well as parents as adults so I hope that is of interest to you and um, in the meantime I'm going to be releasing something called these little mini podcast episodes called the ambitious mum memos and those are going to be like three to five minute little memos from over the series all the different episodes with all my guests and it's going to be basically me just giving you little snippets and insights and things that you can take away hopefully lots of practical wisdom that's what I want it to be is is things that you can kind of implement and um, bring to your own life that you're able to just roll with however that feels to you so those are going to be released in mid-August so that hopefully keep you going for a few weeks and that's it so listen parents who've got kids off from you know school um, wishing you lots of luck healthy happy fun school holidays whatever you're doing and don't forget listen back to the episodes there's so much gold in them from all my different um, guests they've 
all amazing experts in their own right. They've got so much to give. Go back and listen again because you know, when we listen to something six months ago and we listen to it again now, we pick up lots of different things and different things that resonate differently um, from, you know, from now and um, six months ago. So I hope they are of help. Have a fabulous summer and I will be seeing you very soon. Take care. So that's this week's episode done. I really hope you've enjoyed it and it's helped you in some small way. I listen to loads of podcasts and have learned so much along my journey and now know I'm a real auditory learner. And if you're the same and you're often inspired by listening to thought-provoking conversations, please don't underestimate the power in sharing it to ensure other people can also be inspired. Not only does this help your friends, but it also lets the host know how beneficial the episode has been to them. It's such a quick thing to recommend a podcast on your social media but it means the world to us and helps more like-minded people join in the conversation. So simply screenshot your phone and share the image of this podcast by text or on your social media to someone you think who needs to hear it. And the power of a recommendation really does work and creates a ripple effect for all those involved. Also, I've got a Facebook group called the Ambitious Mums Wellbeing and Lifestyle Chat. And my aim is to create a safe space to discuss any of the topics that have been mentioned in the episodes moving forwards. I'd really love to see you there. Thank you so much for listening and see you back here for the next episode. Mm-hmm.